20, 30, 40, sometimes an hour late. I'm not joking. But uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for coming. Uh, happy Sunday. Let's get started with church. Here's Jesse. Amazing. <laughs> oh, you're not ready yet? It's Billy Falk. You be like, amazing. You like the hot weather out there? You like it when it's hot or cold? Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to the chat line on YouTube channel there. And Hank will get your questions and comments and I can respond to them. Thank you so much. Good morning, y'all. How's everybody? Amazing. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about the abortion people. Because they're going into the neighborhoods of the judges. And I was looking at them, I think, wow, what lonely, sad, unhappy men and women those people must be. Who's going to be protesting someone home in order to kill a child in the womb? You know, you know you got to be sad and lonely. And another thing I noticed is that there are a lot of uh, unhappy, angry, insecure, sad, lonely people in the world today. It seems like it gotten worse over getting better. And the Christians are as sad and lonely and scared as the non-Christians are. And it doesn't have to be that way. And so, I'm going to start out with the biblical question now. Normally I hold it back a little bit, but it's such an important question. Who knows what the biblical question is? Only one? Only two. Can I get a three? Oh, good. The biblical question for this week was, do you correct yourself? Do you correct yourself? Who want to respond to that? Nobody. Wow. You do? Do you correct yourself? No. You do not? You said no? Yeah. Why do you seem scared? (laughs) And why don't you correct yourself? You look sharp today, by the way. Thank you. Like you got some sense. Catches it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Learning from the you know, master. That's right. Um, because we can't. Why can't you? Of ourselves, we can do nothing. What? Of ourselves, we can do nothing. Are you sure about that? This is not a test. It's a fellowship. It's relaxed. Well, I was thinking about it in like practical stuff, like you say, like if I'm late, set the alarm so you know I could be 
on time, places. Yeah. That's like a correction, maybe. But like things of the spirit and like stuff like that. Yeah, I think the answer is no. You cannot correct yourself, or you do not correct yourself. I do not. Oh, okay, amazing. I just see it, aware of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you seem nervous about it. Really? <laughs> like, unsure. Let me ask you, young man, do you correct yourself? Um, I guess I'm kind of with Son on this. Uh, I think that God is supposed to do it for you, like clean out all the stuff for you, but... You think that God is supposed to do it for you? Yeah, hope so. That's his job? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that's his job, but... Mm, as far as correcting myself, I just, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I do like kind of put, like I come here to like actually like get back and forth and see, you know, like kind of push myself to see what I actually think. So, I mean, maybe that's correcting myself, but I, I just try not to worry about it. Just pray and hope What do you for the think best. about the question itself? Do you correct yourself about the question? It's a good question, I suppose. Does it cause you to look at yourself? Yeah. Pay attention? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Do you correct? You're the only one that knows the biblical question. Do you correct yourself? Um, I want to get my answer certain so I don't have to correct myself. Um, you trying to what? I said I want to make sure I answer right so I don't have to correct myself <laughs> about right after. Uh, I... Amazing. I think, like Hassan said, in practical matters, yeah, in the moment, I think my answer is, I'll just, you know what, I'm going to stick with yes. I think I correct myself in practical matters where it's important to make it through the world. And then um, with, like, daily practices to, to you know, like to observe how I'm kind of functioning in the world or like, know, you know, like you say, know thyself. Um, because I'm constantly coming off of the, we're constantly like trying to remain on this path. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with letting go. But I think I'd be being dishonest if I said I don't correct myself ever. So do you do yeah. correct yourself? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, especially in practical matters. But overall, yes, I think I do. And how do you correct yourself overall? Um, I correct myself by. This sound. I, I correct myself by sticking to the kind, like the program that's worked for me, like uh, sticking, being consistent with things like prayer, being consistent with things like, um, you know, observing myself. I guess and if something has to change. I wouldn't go so far as to say I change myself, but I might correct the path so that I correct my direction so I can get back on the right path. But that might be that might be wrong, you know. That might be God's job, or or that might be something I should let go and let God do. And so, do you correct yourself? I mean, I just did right now, so that's why you know. <laughs> I try not to be double-minded, but right now I'm clearly in that space. I want to say I don't yeah, correct myself, but I do. Right now, I'm being yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And why are you being double-minded right now? I think the question's really good. Usually I feel like I got a good uh, idea about what I want to say. 
the question is very broad, and I like that. Um, but I don't want to just lie and say, like, oh, I never correct myself because of myself I can do nothing, and it's God's job, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I know what to say, but I'm trying to be, you know, it was either going to be an I don't know or a yes. <laughs> so I'm saying yes, I correct myself. <laughs> I need a joint. Go for it. Go Excuse for it. me. Yeah, no, take your time. <laughs> but, yeah, I correct myself just by staying, I guess, observant, if I'm being honest. I correct myself. So you do correct yourself? Yeah, that's what I said from the jump. I'm sorry? That's what I said from the jump. I correct myself. How do you myself. do that? By just being observant um, of myself and my surroundings. That's, the, that's basically where I'm at right now. I just observe. And, um, you know, if I have to let go, if I find I'm holding on to things, you know, I'll let go or try to let go. Okay. I know, right? Thank you, man. You called on me. You know, you knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> you had your hand? Yeah. Just in addition to those two things, um, I think that if we look at something that needs to be corrected, we're judging that something is, that that we need to be corrected of something. And who are we to think that we even know we're pretending to play God if we judge what we think needs to be corrected or not. Okay. So just by... Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do you correct yourself? Uh-huh. Hold on. Um, that's a really good question. And uh, as I'm sitting here listening to it, I think um i think the spirit within us comes from god and maybe speak up a little bit for me um the spirit within us comes from god and maybe we like that spirit knows what's right and therefore if we do something wrong we can almost always feel it if we're being honest so maybe just the spirit within us connected to god corrects us and we can see. And so do you correct yourself? I don't think Is so. Is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, are you nervous? <laughs> yes. Relax. <laughs> uh, welcome. What's your name? Your first name? Brittany. Brittany, welcome. Thank you. Uh, how did you find us? Um, my husband watches church every Sunday. Oh, good. And I'm here from out of town, so. Oh, you're from out of town? Yeah. You hate your husband? No, I love him. You love your husband? <laughs> yes. So you don't drive him crazy? I probably do. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you drive him crazy? Because I'm a woman. <laughs> you can't help it, huh? I can't help it. What a mess. I know. <laughs> He's laughing right now. <laughs> uh, Any questions about anything? No. And so what's making you nervous right now? Um, I don't know. Uh, I watch you with my husband. I think you're very discerning and i also enjoy the back in or the fellowship right and i'm being put on the spot oh you feel like you're on the spot right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody's on the spot yes so have you gone and forgiven your mother yes oh good how did that go it was hard it was hard i mean um i didn't all the way see why I needed to do that when I did it, but my husband encouraged me to. Right. And then um, as I was talking with her, I was like, 
she fought it, you know. I'm like, oh, you can't hear me saying I'm wrong yeah. <laughs> for judging you. I and know, huh? all you can hear is that I resented you. So it it's was interesting how you go into mom and say, well, I'm sorry for resenting you. <laughs> yeah. And she can't even accept that. She can't hear it. <laughs> because it looked like she did something wrong. Yeah. And she doesn't want to face it. So it took some, like, I just was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is going on longer than it needs to. But I also, my it was interesting because I forgave my father, too, at around the same time. And he was just like, you're right. <laughs> He he was it was so much easier. Yeah. So what a mess. What a mess. Yeah. Any questions about anything? No. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Do you correct yourself? Yes. And how do you do that? Um, like when I'm going into my imagination with my thoughts, I'll be like, Whoa, what are you doing? you know, and come back. But now that she's talking, Brittany said that, I'm thinking that might be like the God, you know, spirit in me um, that is knowing to do right, you know. Because I do believe what Hassan said and what, you know, we can't do anything on our own. So. How do you know that you're being corrected? What's the proof? Hmm. Um, I mean, maybe just like not feeling peace, you know. What? Maybe like not feeling peace or. Maybe. Definitely. Oh. Yes. Not feeling peace. So. I'm sorry, I don't know what you mean. That's okay. So, like, on, on the drive here, right, sometimes you're just, like, thinking, and you're like, whoa, what are you doing? Come back <laughs> to reality, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that would be a correction, but I'm only, like, correcting myself because I feel just, like, uneasy and, you know, not, like, at peace. Oh, okay. Amazing. How about you? Do you correct yourself? I don't think so. I don't. I would say no, but I don't know if I really understand the question because it's so broad. I would my, Initially, I would say, um, no, I don't correct myself. Experience helps in correcting me because you have to actually have the experience before you can realize that it's something wrong, so... Be, you before have to you, have an experience yeah, before you, you have know. Before you can realize, oh, I made a mistake and I need to correct it, you have to actually, most of the time, I would think you have to actually have the experience. before. And why do you think that? Um, well, and Once again, it's not a guessing game. It's a, we're just in fellowship and having fun, blah, blah, blah. I just think... Aren't you having fun? Yes, oh. I'm having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I just think experience... We learn from ex we learn from our experiences. So when we experience something, that helps in making a correction about just like a little kid or if a little kid touches the stove, they know not to touch. If it's hot and they burn themselves, they know I'm not going to do that anymore. Just from the experience, like you could tell them don't do that, but if so they do it, you think you need to go through something before you can learn. Um. I think it just depends on the situation, different situations and scenarios. But for me, I've been through stuff in order. It, I've learned by going through. And so do you think you need to go through something in order to learn? Probably. And why do you think that? Just because it's been my experience. Oh, okay. Amazing. 
How many Christians we have here? People that believe in God. Oh, everybody. Everybody. Everybody believe in God. Nice. Um, did you hold your hand? You believe in God? Oh, you're not sure? Oh, that never had a mic. Is this your first time here? Yes, my first oh, time. Oh, nice. What's your name? Leonard. Leonard, uh, welcome. So do you believe in God? Um, I'm not sure, to be you're honest. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you correct yourself? Um, this is the first time I hear the biblical question. So my first thought was, yeah, I do. But I was trying to think of examples, and I couldn't think of one. So <laughs> I don't think I you ever correct yes, myself. Yes, I do, but you couldn't come up with one example. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Oh, okay. I think every time I thought I corrected myself, it's right. because I know the consequences. So I don't really consider that me correcting myself. Oh, okay. I see that more someone else correcting me. All right. Did you go and forgive your mother? No, not yet. And why you haven't done it? Um, just afraid, I guess. You're afraid? Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 30. Whoa. <laughs> no worry. I was 38, and I was afraid, so I understand it. And what are you afraid of? Um, I don't know. I guess it's just my thoughts. I kind of assume what's going to happen. She's going to like be sad, start crying, and probably say some hateful stuff at first, but then she'll get over it. <laughs> so she'll she, she start crying, she'll be sad, mm -hmm. and yeah. then she'll say some hateful stuff? Yeah, like first she'll start crying. Um, and then after she sees that I haven't, like, oh, like apologize for it, like, oh, I didn't mean it, she'll, be, she'll change to hateful. <laughs> and then from that, she'll be like, oh, you're right, I understand. And that's so I could still apologize for it. So I, there's, like, stages to what she does. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't judge her for it. What I, a crazy I mama, huh? Yeah, I, I don't judge her for it. But so if you don't judge her, you should, it should be easy to should, go and forgive her. True, it should be. But I guess I, I don't know. You're not going to be free until you do it. There's no way around it. I agree. Do you realize that? Yeah. I oh, okay. Um, has, so I want to know this. And I was just wondering out loud. Has God ever helped you in a, bring the mind back. Have God, has God ever helped you in a situation? Why are you in the situation? Mm, I don't think so, no. He has never helped you? No, um, and I've, I, I grew up religious parents, and um, they always tell me to pray when I need help, and I don't like doing that because uh, I feel like I'm being like selfish, or I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but right. like I'm only using him whenever I, I need it. So I let myself, whatever happens, happen. Um, if I don't get help, uh, I'll learn from it, I guess. But and So they, they taught you to pray when you were in a situation. Yeah. Ask like, God to um, help you. Like my, you, my you dad. You didn't do it. You don't do it. Yeah, like my father, um, he'll, he, I guess he, he didn't really tell me I need to pray. But he says that I need to pray every day and for like whatever I need help. Um, right. But same thing with my mom. She was not too religious, but she, she grew up religious, so she kind of taught me about it. Oh, okay. But I just never understood understood it for myself. They just told me to do it, but I never understood why. So I just didn't nice. do it. Amazing, man. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, um, I don't understand. Uh, first time here. Uh, forgive Welcome, man. Your, your mother for what exactly? For turning you away from your father. And all human beings 
have to do it because everyone that's born through the woman are dying. And if, so if you want to live, you must be born of the father. Okay. And mothers tend, because Satan is their daddy. Did you know the devil is the woman's God? I've been told. Yeah. And so she can't help it. And it's not her, but it's that nature that's in her. She can't help but mess up the children. And so unless you overcome the mother, you would never live. So you have to forgive her for impose her will on you, yelling at you, a baby, you, whatever she did, she couldn't help it. And when you forgive her, God will forgive you and forgive your father uh, for not protecting you. Then you can live. You have everlasting life. Isn't that amazing? That's cool. So how did you find out about us? My buddy Troy right here. Oh, so you never heard any shows or anything? No, sir. No. And he never told you to go forgive your mother? Um, I think he mentioned it a long time ago yeah. when he first started coming, but I didn't really get it for what. And what do you think about it now? Um, I might try it. You might try it? Do you get nervous think about, thinking about trying it? No. Is it going to be easy for you? Probably, yeah. Good. Do you live with her? Uh, no, sir. Oh, good, man. <laughs> I was going to call you beta. But good. Any, any other questions? Uh, no, no. Okay. No. Has, God, has God ever helped you in a situation? You're a Christian, right? You believe in God. Yes. I'm sorry? Yes. Has he ever helped you while you were in the situation? Absolutely. He did? Mm-hmm. And how did he help you? So I oftentimes go through these periods of my life when I have uh, success and I will go and start just like doing what I want to do, going my own way. This is kind of before I was a Christian. A little bit. This is before I was a Christian. And during those periods where I would go my own way, I would go into hell and suffer. And then I would cry out. Right. And so he reached down into my life when I was at some of the darkest places that I've been. And he showed me that he was there. And so for me, that's all I needed. He showed you that he was there when you were in your darkness, darkness moment? Yes. And how did he show you? What did you see? It's, it's very hard to explain because it's very particular and unique to each individual how he shows you. But um, there were a set of circumstances that couldn't be explained, uh, that couldn't be uh, chalked up to... Uh, happenstance and uh, coincidence and uh, what what the Holy Spirit would allow you to do is recognize those patterns when you're in, in the present and then when you recognize those patterns couldn't have come from you or a man you so, see the hand of God in that way so while you were in the situation yeah God helped you while you were in that situation yes and how did he help you I mean what did it do for you it, how did he help you and what did it do for you so without getting into specific right. details, um, you get into despair by running to vices or going your own way. Right. And then you go down to hell. You get into darkness and whatever you got going on, right? And so in those moments of darkness, sometimes the light is shown. And what he did was he gave me the ability to see that he was there. And that's all I needed personally. Once I understood that he was there and he was real, he made himself real to me. And how did that help you to see that? Because it made me want to change. It did? Yes. Oh, okay. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The young lady right next to you. You believe in God, right? Mm-hmm. A Christian. Yes. 
uh, has God ever helped you while you were in a situation? Yes. And how did he help you? So I think one, I'll give one example. Um, so I had agoraphobia up until the age of about 22. So I would say... What is that? <laughs> so it's basically, uh, my grandma had it, and I think it was kind of passed down lineage-wise. So basically you can't go anywhere. You kind of... Con- you kind of conf- I would say it's more of a mental... I don't know if you can say it's a mental or an emotional thing, but basically you can't go anywhere. You couldn't leave the house? Yeah. Or if I could leave, if I did leave, I was like with my one of my siblings... Oh. And that would be the only but way. you were not able to leave the house on your own by yourself? Very rarely. Wow, that's the kind of wife I want. <laughs> no, I don't. It was torture. <laughs> I would want a wife that can't leave the house. <laughs> yeah, it was not fun. It, it, it was, it was torture, yeah. Why, why wasn't it fun? Because you're not doing, you're not doing what you want to do. You're... you're there's a lot more to it than I could probably explain right now, oh. but you're basically being controlled. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so, no player. So in that situation, um, with God, I overcame that situation. Because otherwise, I wouldn't you- even be here. I'd be back in England, and I would be probably still living with my parents, and I wouldn't. I'd probably be on a lot of medication and. In a terrible so situation. You, when you were in that situation, mm-hmm. he helped you while you were in it, right? Yes, when and, I eventually overcame it, yeah. And how did he help you? Um, so he helped me find the resources with people in church to understand what was going on, um, to get some help, and mm-hmm. to understand um, what the Word says in the Bible, what God says, and... Through prayer and lots of other things, I overcame it, and then it fell off. And then it was good. So he helped you by getting you to church. Well, I was already yeah. Reading the Bible. Yeah, just giving me the people that I needed because I cried out because I was like, I can't live like this because I can go to university, to, I can do anything. Did you have to take medication for it? No, I didn't get to that point because I think back in that time period, which is quite a while ago, like people wasn't as aware of those sorts of things. Oh, so it was okay. just kind of I was probably considered. Oh, she just needs some help, you know what I'm saying? So thankfully, my parents didn't put me on any medication or anything like that. But I think given another year or two, I would have probably gone down that route, yeah. Have you ever had a time where you cried out to God and he did not help you? No. He's always helped you every time yeah. you ask? Mm-hmm. In what way? Just by opening up, like Anthony was saying, like in specific, with the specific circumstances, like with the things that I needed at that time that only I would know that that was God. And when he helped you, did it, did the situation come back again? So, um, I definitely would say that it was a process over about a year. Um, and as I understood what was going on more, it eventually just fell off. But before that, I wouldn't even have challenged the, the, the phobia. I just yielded to it because, you know, it started my earliest memories of when I was like three or four. Right. Like my mum would say, but I, my earliest memory was like six or seven. So it was since I was yay high. So it came back and then it would go and come back and go and come back? No, it was from like three or four. My mum said my first memory was six or seven, but it was all the way up until I was, I met Anthony when I was 20. And by about 10 months of us being together, he helped 
me deal with that as well, and then it fell off, and I've been fine since. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. But when you were going to church with your folks, did God help you then with the situation? No, it was this kind of... This is not a test, y'all. Relax. Right? <laughs> no, it was it kind of ignored. Really, we were just edifying <laughs> one another, being a witness of. Um, so when you first went to church mm-hmm. to get help, did he help you then? Um, I didn't ask for help because I didn't, I didn't really realize what was going I was so young, I didn't really know what was going on until I got to sort of 17, 18, and I was like, I can't live like this anymore, and it's affecting my whole life, and it's going to affect the rest of my life if I right. don't deal with it. And that's when I started to get some help. From God? Yeah, and, some, and, and he, you know, I cried out at probably, it was at 20 I cried out, and I was like, I, I can't live like this. And then all the help just started coming. So did the help come from God or someone else? I would say that the help through crying out to God. I think he he because I was serious and wanting to change and submit my life to Him. He bring those people that I specifically needed at that time. Oh, and so for a while did it did it come back or was it just gone and that was it? Um, I would say it took about. Six months or so. So he didn't help you right away? I think some of it is that you have to stand against the enemy and you have to put certain things into practice. So certain, like certain things now that I've learned in the last year from you, like when I went and forgave my mom and I forgave my dad, certain things just fell off immediately and other right. things fell off through discipline. But with that issue, did God, God didn't take it away right away? Not right away, no. It took a while. It took a while, yeah. And and did you wonder why was he taking so long? Like what the? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was a process I needed. Oh yeah, I know you don't like that word, but I think it was you something needed I needed. That? Huh? You needed it, you say? Not needed, but I think that. I mean, looking back at it now, because it was a long time ago. Um, yeah, I think I, I needed to go. Th- I needed to go through it. Yeah. And why did you need that? to help me overcome it but like I was saying now certain things just fall off immediately and other things come off through time and discipline all right and do you correct yourself yeah I think so I do it quite a lot good amazing the young man behind you want to respond in the glasses (laughs) so you 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 believe in God yes I do and have you ever asked God to help you through something several yeah quite a bit quite a bit quite a bit and did he help you um, yeah. He helped Most you. of the time, it was more like he was giving me the stepping stones to accomplish what I needed to do for what I was asking for him rather than giving it to me. But then other times, it's like, okay, well, one situation when COVID hit, I lost my job. So I was just like, okay, well, I need to do something. You know what I mean? I was in a relationship. I was struggling. I was in my apartment. Hmm? Yeah, okay. And um, so you, the Chinese virus came, and you lost your job. I lost my job, basically. Yeah. And and you were, you said you were in a relationship at the time as well. In a relationship at the time, so oh, like okay. it was it was just a lot on me. Right. And so at the moment, I remember I was like, okay, well, I have a f- maybe five hundred bucks. I went Home Depot, bought me a pressure washer, and I was just like, whatever I get with this, whatever I get. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not asking, oh, well, I want a professional business or I want 
lots of money to come in with this, but I'm just like, okay, well, if I'm going to step into something, I'm just going to ask for guidance in it, if you know what I mean, in a certain way. And so God helped you that way? Yeah. He That's helped you by this equipment? Not by the equipment, but, but by to get it by me thinking of certain things rather than not giving up. Did he help you overcome the fear and the worry that you had at the time? Yes. When you were going through all that stuff? Yes. And how did he help you with that? Uh, just keeping me confident, just keeping me going. Not not worried about the negative situations that would come into it or the bad things, just always keeping a good, positive mindset. Have you ever asked him to help you and he didn't? No. So every time you ask God, he helped you? Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time, not every time? Well, I mean... Because I asked you, had he not, ever asked, you said, no, you did. And then you say, most of the time. Most of the time, it's like on spot. Like, I would, I would see it. Other times, like I said, he would be like, oh, whoa, this is kind of your responsibility. I want you to learn from he this. He would tell you that? Yeah. And you go, what the, how am I going to do it? I don't know how to do this. Yeah, just basically, <laughs> and that's Amazing. how it go. Yeah. Nice. Just going with the flow. Yeah. The young lady looked like something's on her mind. What's on your mind? And you all in your head. I was just listening, and I was thinking. Has, have you ever asked God to help you in a situation? Oh, this is your first time here, man? Uh-huh. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Have you ever asked God to help you while you were in the situation, and he helped? Well, I know I asked God this week to help me in a situation that I was going through. And the next morning, I just woke up with, like, a lot of gratitude and clarity. And I think, like, it didn't help my situation. Like, it didn't magically, like, things went my way. But my attitude and how I perceived what was going on changed. And I think that 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 was God's intervention because I had no control over how I was seeing my situation. Yeah. But in kind of, like, surrendering to God and asking him for his, you know, for help, because I did, I cried out to God. I'm like, God, help! I, I can't, I can't overcome this. And like I said, the next morning, I just woke up with this like immense sense of gratitude and just positivity towards my situation. Great, like count all all things as blessings, even the bad stuff. And so I just kind of saw everything as like, oh, this is a blessing. So the situation did not change. You just felt better about the situation. Yeah. And so, and and that was God helping you in the situation. Well, yeah, I think just in the sense that I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't taking it so negatively. Like I was going through hell because of how I was taking the situation in. Right. I mean, the situation's the situation, but I was like, it was what's going on inside of me. And so when I was going through it, I was feeling really bad. And like I said, I prayed to God, and the very next morning, it just like, it, I didn't even have. It wasn't me waking up and thinking I'm gonna be grateful this morning. It was just like all of a sudden I sent, felt a sense of gratitude. Right. So I feel like it wasn't of me to feel that way. Because so if I would, what, I would have felt that two, three days ago, you know? And were you ready to deal with the situation, even though the situation? Yeah. You felt better, but the situation still existed? Mm-hmm. The situation didn't change. Nothing changed. But I walked in to, the, to, the, to work the next morning, and I felt like, oh, this is going to be an amazing day, you know? <laughs> and, you know, now it's not that the situation's changed or not, but I can, I just, I've been dealing with stuff as they come along. They just happen, and... You know, maybe the, those so things. So you don't worry about it anymore. No, I don't you worry know? about it. Oh, okay. I let it go. Amazing. 
right here has uh, you ever have you ever asked God to help you why you were in a situation yes why it was happening yes and did God come into that situation to help you yes how did he help you um, I prayed about it, um, whether I was struggling through something, and I just needed his help to reveal to me. Speak up a little bit. To reveal to me how I should handle it, and um, yeah, to how I should handle it, and he helped me. I prayed about it. Like she was saying, um, you know, nothing was fixed, but he allowed me to, you know, deal with it in the way, the best way, the more mature so way. So the situation wasn't fixed. It's just that he showed you how to deal with it. Yes. And that was helpful for you. Yes, it Did was. Did you wonder why he didn't take the situation away? You're yeah. like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe not now because I understand more that, you know, things are just handed to me. But um, I used to wonder why, you know, why can't I just pray about this? But I think that goes back to, like, the thought process of, you know, if you can just pray about it, God will handle it. He'll give you that Lamborghini you want. <laughs> He'll yeah. give you anything you want, you know, that the church preaches about. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, having that revelation that, you know, practical thinking and, you know, asking God to help you handle things in the best way possible, for me, is the best way of doing things. You know, so the situation didn't change, but your attitude changed about it. Yeah. And with your attitude change from one thing to another one to another, be like back and forth. Yeah. Could you repeat that last part? I didn't understand. Your attitude changed about the situation. Yes. The situation did not change. Yes. And would you go up and down in attitude at time or did you keep a good attitude about the situation? Um, because the situation didn't change right away. You just felt right. better. Right. Would you feel bad again and feel better again? And feel, would you go in and out of situ the way you felt about it? Only once I prayed and asked him to help me handle it in the best way, then my attitude stayed much more neutral about it. Just seeing the issue, handling in the best way, because I prayed and asked him. Um, before, if I tried to handle it in whatever way emotionally, typically right. for me, um, or you know what I wanted to do instead of what was right, um, then, you know, I would just handle it however I wanted to handle it. But only when I asked him, then I was able to handle things more neutrally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, right here. Have God ever helped you in a, why you were in a situation? Um, I would like to think he's helping me right now. Are you in a situation right now? Yes. And he's helping you in the situation? Um, similar to the young woman in the pink. Speak up for me. Similar to the young woman in the pink, uh, I believe he's changing my attitude and perspective. So he's changing your attitude about the situation, mm -hmm. but not the situation. Well, the situation is out of my control. I, uh, mm, I ask him to mend something, so I'm not too sure. I would like to think he's working behind the scenes, but. Uh. <laughs> you want to think he's working on it while you're sleeping, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you wonder why, do, why, does he, why doesn't he change the situation for you? You asked him to do it and he didn't do it. You ever wonder about that? I mean, I'm still praying for the situation. 
Would you rather have changed the situation or your attitude about it? Both. If you only had a choice of one. <laughs> My attitude is the situation. That's a good one. <laughs> I know. Uh, That's a good question. Yeah. Attitude is situation. Uh, probably my attitude. You would rather for your attitude to change about it rather than the situation itself? In the sense that I submit to God and I think I'm dealing with my ego right now. So I'm hoping my ego could die off. Speak up for me. I'm hoping my ego could die off. So you you say you're dealing with your ego right now? And how do you know you're dealing with that? I've, uh, and again, this is for you to know that you know that you know. Even though I saw like a lawyer up here, but <laughs> I'm trying to make you know or encourage you to know for yourself that you know. Mm-hmm. And that is possible. You can know that you know that you know that you know. Go ahead. I've, uh, this, this whole week, I've been failing myself, uh, admitting vices to people instead of keeping to myself and just submitting to God. And... Uh, what did you say about people? I've been submitting my vice, or I've been inventing my vices to people. And why? And it helps my ego feel good when they tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> do you regret that now? I do. Uh, trying to forgive myself for that. You're trying to forgive yourself for telling people your your vices? Yeah. Never, ever, ever, ever do that. Never do it. But don't hate yourself for it either. Just learn from it. You know, not because people are angry, they are evil, and they will turn on you. And they can't do anything about it anyway. So what does the ego feel like? Uh, controlling. Uh, not understanding. Or, uh, You're not understanding? Like, uh, I don't know. The, Can you speak up? How old are you? 22. Are you nervous? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're nervous. You want to come up here? <laughs> I'll show you. That's make me more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you nervous about right now? Mm. Uh, probably just the circumstance of public speaking. Uh, you were the circumstance of public speaking. Yeah. Uh, um, do you know that's your ego? Um, that's nervous. It's not you. I think my ego is doesn't want to be judged, and that's probably part of me being nervous right now. Yeah, because when you're nervous, you're worshiping the devil. So right now you're inside, you're fellowshipping with the devil. But that. not quite, because you're trying to do it anyway. As long as you do it anyway and not go with the fear of it, you'll be fine. What do you mean by that? Like if you're nervous to speak, but you speak anyway, you're overcoming the ego. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm but if you didn't speak anyway, you're like, no, I'm scared, I'm not going to do it. Then you're giving life to the ego. That makes sense? I get it. So go ahead. Um, so you want God to help you with this situation? I do. You I, do? And he won't help you? I believe. I would like, like I said, I would like to think he is. Uh, I'm just trying to submit. My trying to submit how I expect the outcome to turn out, uh, the ideas I have, my imagination, just uh, everything I identify with, I guess. So you're trying to figure out how this situation should turn out? 
No, that's what I'm trying not to do. I'm trying to just You're trying not to think about the outcome of it. I'm just uh, trying to stay present. Oh, okay. Is that hard to do? Uh, really hard, especially this week. Um, well, it's been getting better. Uh, I'm just trying to find ways to keep on staying in the Can present. Can you speak up for me? I'm just trying to find ways to stay in the present. I'm sorry? I'm trying to find ways to stay in the present. Yeah. I'm trying to find ways to stay in the present. Oh, I see. Instead of focusing on the situation, mm-hmm. you want to stay present. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh, every night and morning. Nice. Did you go and forgive your mother? I didn't, uh, but I will. But why have you done it already? Mm, it was never a thought. My friend Joe just mentioned it to me last night. Oh, this is your first time here? First time here. Oh, welcome, man. Thank you. And so he just mentioned what last night, the prayer? That I should forgive oh, my mother. Oh, Lord, forgive your mother? Yeah. And so are you going to do it? I will. Is it hard to do? Mm. It shouldn't be, but it feels like it is. It feels like it's hard to do it. And why? Because uh, uh, she did turn me away from my dad. And, uh, Who turned you away from him? Uh, the devil I'm sorry the devil the devil turned you away from your father how did the devil do that mm. uh, through my mother uh, through her vices through her perspective so you said she did turn you away from your father oh I yeah. thought you said she didn't she did. She did, yes. Yeah, Where's your father now? Uh, he lives in the same city as us. He lives with my grandma. He lived with your grandmother? Yeah. Your dad didn't live with your grandmama? How yeah. old is he? He's pretty Three? old. <laughs> He's like uh, mid-40s. Wow. Um, so have you forgiven him for not being there for you? Um, I haven't told him that, but uh, inside my head, inside my mind, I do. Oh, you should tell him, not in your head. Yeah. You're talking to the devil in your head. Yeah. The devil like, go forgive your father. Okay, I forgive him. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You got to talk to him as well. And uh, do the prayer. You'll be fine. All right? Stay with the silent prayer. But you got to go forgive so God can change your nature. He can change your heart from anger to love. And then with love, there's nothing but courage. There is no fear, no doubt, no worry, no insecurity. Nothing but lo- Courage. You have the power to overcome. Any questions for me? Uh, what do you recommend to kill my ego? Um, I recommend that you don't try to kill it yourself because of spirit. And just let it happen. Take the pain of it and let it happen. Is that through? Uh, you do the silent prayer and you just watch. And keep doing your day. Go about your life. Don't get drunk. Don't get high. Don't run from it. No, definitely not. Definitely. And, don't, and don't go around complaining to others about it because they can't do anything about it. And you don't want the world to save you from it. You want the Spirit of God to save you from it. And he will. But you've got to stay with it. I believe it. And it feels like you're dying, but it's that thing that made a home in you that's dying. It's not you. And you'll be fine. But you've got to stay with it. And don't put a time on it. It, when it happens, it happens. When it's over, it's over. All right?
Good, man. Um, any question about has God ever helped you in the situation? Yes, sir. Uh, no. Oh, why you had your hand there? No, I'm saying no, he hasn't. Helped. He has not helped you in a situation? No. Oh, he has never helped you? Right. You ask for help? Probably, yeah. And he did not help. Why didn't he help you? Well, now I realize because he wants us to walk through the shadow of death. And what do you mean by that? He wants us to suffer and go through it. Um, and kind of like when it says you can't serve two masters at the same time, the interesting thing about us thinking that God's helping us in the situation, it's actually Satan deceiving us because we wouldn't flip-flop. Like you said, we wouldn't have like sometimes we think it's better and sometimes it's not um, because God's not a helper. He's a complete solver. <clears throat> and it's like a silver bullet. So the help is deceiving. It's not God. Okay. It's saying making us think that we're uh, getting some sort of aid in this in it, so that we don't let it fully die and suffer and go through it all, so that he can finally take over and just solve it completely. Amazing. So he has never helped you in a situation during while it was going on. While you were in the situation, no. so nice. Yes, ma'am. Has he helped you? Um, I used to think he would like see me through, like <laughs> not really help me, like in the situation because the ch- situation wouldn't really change. Have you ever asked God for help oh, while yes. you were in it? Like, Lord, oh, yes. please help uh-huh. me. Several you, you times. You like cry. I've asked yep. God to help me so many times. <laughs> Driving down the dock of the bay. Anybody ever done that? <laughs> Watching the towel go away. Like, Lord, help me. And he wouldn't help me. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have asked many, many times. Have you ever wondered why did why don't you help no, me? No, actually, I've never wondered why he didn't wouldn't help me. Really? Mm-hmm. You never wonder why a God that created you didn't help you in a situation. And here you are, a Christian. Well, at that time, I probably wasn't a Christian. Oh, you were? Yeah, oh, okay. So. You thought you were? No, I just, I didn't. Okay. So you're saying that God has never helped you in this situation. Why was happening? Uh, Yes, no. And and why not? How do you know he didn't help you? Because, how do I know? I I don't know how I don't know, but I just know the situation didn't change. So, (laughs) therefore, I didn't have any help. Did you feel better about the situation at some point? You felt like, okay, whatever. I, I mean, you let it just pass on by and just, I guess, you know, you just don't think about it anymore. And does the situation come back or oh, does yeah. it continue? It would come back. It would come back. Yeah. And so, you're like, I thought it was gone. Yeah. And so what do you think about that? God did not help you in the situation. Well, now I look at it as in, uh, like, you know, he didn't take Jesus out of the situation when he was crucified. So he just let him go through it. And I think that we just have to go through it. And just. And how do you go through it? How do I go through it? Uh, just be. Just be. Yeah, just be. I mean, have no real, like have no feeling about it, or whether it's good or bad. Just live it through. Okay. 
And so does God help you by just being? Um, well, when I'm not hating it, I, I think he sees me through it. You know? Does the situation end then by, by when you see it through? Does it ever go away? Well, I feel when I look, when I'm looking at it different, you know, like it just, it doesn't affect you. So I guess, I mean, the situation might not change, but your outlook on it is not going to affect you or change, you know, you're not going to overreact. You're not going to, so it just is. But don't you think it's interesting that God don't help us in the situation? It is. It is. After all this talk, I'm like, wow, he really doesn't help you through it. You know? <laughs> Have you ever wondered about it? Why don't you, how come God don't help us? And we all crying and, and smoking pot and just trying to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. And he won't even help us. What are you doing up there? He's not helping us. He said he'd love us, but he won't help us. Have you ever wondered about it? Yeah, actually, <laughs> but just recently. <laughs> yeah. You know? Amazing. And so you don't know what you think about the idea that he doesn't really help you in this situation. Not really. I'd have to think about that. This is why we got to keep our eyes on We'll be right. surprised what we'll discover if you keep your eyes on yourself. Mm-hmm. Nick, what did you tell me about that? The anchor baby? That's the anchor baby. About what? <laughs> uh, you, do you know what an anchor baby is? You don't know what an anchor baby is? <laughs> Do you know what an anchor baby? Really? It's a Mexican that is born across the border. His mama just crossed over, drop him in, now he's a citizen. That's what happened to him. He said, oh, nice. (laughs) Uh, um, Has God ever helped you in the situation? Um, Why you were in the situation? Yeah, I had answered yes. Uh, we talked about it a couple of times this week. Yeah, we've been talking about it all week. I think on the show, too, we spoke about it. I had answered yes. I had answered that he did help me. But you know what's interesting about the question is that I ignored my whole upbringing when I was answering this question because I grew up in, like, a Christian household, and uh, I was taught to pray and all that, and I don't think God ever answered any of my prayers. And that's why I turned, <laughs> that's why I turned away from Christianity in the first place. I, yeah. He didn't answer my prayers, and I was like, oh, well, God doesn't exist. And so I grew up like that for a long time. And, uh, but I had answered yes this week because I was just looking at I was just grateful for the things that he's let me see, and I know he let me see those. And it, you're, that's in the situation, no? It counts. <laughs> Oh, that's a bit help to let me see I'm in this situation. Right. Do you, do you <laughs> Thank me, you, God. Do you let me even see you. I'm like, glad I see I'm in a situation. Whatever, here. Jesse. What the? You can laugh. You can laugh, <laughs> but he let me see, so you can't take that away from me. Um, uh, <laughs> what a mess. But no, but seriously, I grew up like my whole life. They're telling me to pray, and that never worked. So I turned away. I'm like, you're not even real. And so now you say, Yes does or God no, that he does help you in this situation? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it, but... So what now? It doesn't seem like it, but... It doesn't seem like it, but you can play semantics with the question and be like, well... What do you think about the question, does God help you in this situation? It's an interesting one. Is it a, sc- <laughs> <laughs> Is it a scary question? No. Is it a question you're afraid to question? 
No, no, it's a, it's a, good, it's a self-examining one. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, do you have your hand? Yeah. yeah, you get first choice, are you first timer? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I have a different experience. I was taught to pray, but I've had many experiences where I feel he answered me in that moment, even as small as, like, I can't find my keys. <laughs> I prayed about it, and, like, really shortly thereafter, where they are comes to my mind, you know. Or even this morning, I was driving here from Long Beach, and I've never been here before. And <clears throat> I was using my phone for directions, and usually it says, you know, stay in the left lane, you know. But the highway split off, and I ended up going towards, like, Inglewood. <laughs> wow. It was scary. He will help you go right into hell. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I... <laughs> I that sounds like a movie, right? <laughs> uh, we end up in Inglewood. Yeah. And immediately, I, my mind started going, like, a little... I was scared. The devil started talking to me. Yeah. But, like, and I kind of said a little prayer, and... I was trying to find an exit to turn around and go back to the 405. And I just all of a sudden felt calm and felt this like, just keep going. And it took me down whatever that highway is and got me back on the oh, 405. Okay. And I was worried about being late. And, but I really just calmed down right. and didn't worry about it. And then since I've been married to my husband, you know, um, there's many times I used to like think I had a good logical mind. I could solve my own problems. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's many times now where I'm like thinking about a situation or praying about it. And I'll get this just impression, like talk to your husband about it. And then I'll just forget about it until he comes home for work or something. And I'll talk to him about it. And it's like, he has the answer. Nice. You know? So I do feel like God answers your prayers in the moment. So you believe that God helped you while you are in that situation? Yes, in he doesn't always. Like, I think sometimes he, he and even then, he, I think he still is helping me in situations where I don't get an immediate answer because the waiting or the struggling through something ends up always, 100% of the time, leading to the right thing. And so you think that he wants you to wait through it and struggle through it? Yes. For what reason? To to teach me. Teach you what? Um, whatever he wanted to teach me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not specific. So. Have you learned? Definitely. You've learned? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you give me an example of what you learned from that? Um, so, <clears throat> try, I need to think of an example. Do you I, have kids? I have a daughter, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, we need white babies. She's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you need to have some Spiritually more. Spiritually, too. I would like Before to. Before July. I am old, though, so. <laughs> you old? Yeah. How old are you? I'm going to be 43 next month. Hey, you think that's old? No, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm just joking. Get busy. We need some more white okay, babies. Okay, more white babies. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Do you know I, we celebrate White History Month in July? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I bought some Fourth of July shoes for <laughs> this year. Not nice. these, but. <laughs> right on. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, recently um, I was thinking about a conversation I had with my dad a while ago where I felt like I was wrong. Right. And I suffered through that 
um, for a little bit because I didn't understand all the way uh, why I was wrong. And, but I just let it play out. And then it kind of really became clear to me that I needed to go and tell him I was wrong. Yeah. So I, but I think that whole suffering period was necessary. You think his suffering was necessary? Yeah. Like the ego dying. You would not have done it had not you suffered? I don't, I don't know that I would have because I don't think I would, like, I don't think spiritually I would have fully understood it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, I see a couple of hands. I'm going to move a little faster. I'm going to go here, here, and here. Yes. I, like, totally agree with Brittany. Um, like, if I find my keys, I'll be like, oh, thank you, God. Just, like, randomly through the day, you know? And even, like, correcting when I'm going into my imagination, isn't that, like, the Holy Spirit, like, the helper that we've been given on earth? to like bring you back to the present. I just don't know when God has never helped me. Like right now I'm literally living because he's keeping me alive, no? Is that a question? Yeah. Oh, do you think finding keys is a situation? Well, like being de-attached to (laughs) keys? Absolutely. How is finding keys a situation? So, okay, so spiritually, I'm like attached to my keys and my car and that I'm just like, oh, who cares? I'll find them whenever I'll find them. I mean, that's cool, you know, to be totally to be totally detached, you know. <laughs> so you said spiritually you're attached to your keys. Spiritually, I'm not attached to my keys because oh. but like when I find them, I'm just like, oh, cool, like amazing. But like in that interim where I'm like, where are my keys? God is helping me to, who cares about your keys? Like, and so you think finding keys is a situation? I do, yeah. Wow. I know. That's called you being think grateful. Different? Yeah, because if I'm running late and I have to be somewhere, sorry. If I'm running late, I have to be somewhere. I'm always late. That is my fault. <laughs> but <laughs> he still helps Amazing. Me. <laughs> I'm just going to tell this story from the Bible. Sorry to be a Bible thumper, but in no, Daniel, cool. <coughs> in Daniel, Daniel is like, um, so he doesn't, he's enslavement in like a kingdom and he doesn't want to eat their food. So he goes to the guard, hey, I don't want to eat that food. I'm, we're just going to eat like fruits and vegetables. So, okay. Three weeks later, an angel comes to tend to Daniel, and he's like, I know you probably think that, like, I wasn't helping you or anything, but we have been, like, fighting spirits in the sky for three weeks. But, And the verse is like, as soon as you made up your mind, like, we were coming to help you. So, like Troy says, like, God is totally working behind the scenes, and we have no idea what's going on. And, I mean, I don't know if God wants us to suffer, but, I mean, the modern man has to suffer while you're living hell on earth. Like, I don't know if he wants you to suffer, but that's just like kind of comes with living, you know? And so that story about Daniel is, how does that relate to now? Well, what right. we're talking about? So, um, like, how does God not help, you know? Maybe we just didn't, Daniel didn't see, right, that God was helping him. But three weeks later, you can see that, that God's angels like, came to tend to him, you know? So I'm just saying, like, but we three don't weeks even are know. too late. Is it? He's going through the situation weeks later. But see, like, Job couldn't do, couldn't suffer. You need God and you need him now, not three weeks later. But God is right here now all the time, right? But why don't he help you now and then? Well, I don't know. I don't need to know. I'm not the boss, so. Why don't you need to know? Because I know that God is just, like, letting me go through these things, right? 
So that's enough to know. Like, so just knowing that God let you go through is all you need to know? Kind of. Whoa. Well, okay, I'm not like that holy, all right? <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I understand it. She yes, next? sir. Oh. Right behind. Um, I saw your hand, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, uh, this is on, all right. Um, I think, one, I think that a lot of what, uh, I can speak from my own personal perspective, but a lot of what I'm hearing about um, God helping you in a situation, uh, I believe God will reveal himself to you and give you that revelation maybe one time. Maybe more than once, but in my experience, it was one time. After that, you're kind of on the road, you're doing your thing, but I wasn't a believer when I was younger, and I didn't ask God for help because I didn't believe, kind of like Nick. Um, but there was a clear moment when I had hit fully rock bottom, and I didn't ask for it. It was revealed to me randomly. Some fellowship, like old gangbangers who were fellowshipping in the park, came up and asked me if they could pray for me. I'll put their hands on me, and I cried like a beta. But like, I felt God in that moment. And that was years before I found this message or even admitted that I, lo- that I believed in God. So but now I, are you saying that God does help you in this situation? I think that doesn't? a lot of what I'm, at least in my opinion, what I'm hearing is people talking about the moment God revealed himself. No, Matthew, what are you saying? He does help now or I'm he doesn't? To it. Uh, he does help, but not he in the situation. In the situation? Not in the situation. Because he wants you to suffer through the situation. Why God, does he want you to suffer through God doesn't end things. He's not, a, he's not an ender. He's a creator. He creates. He doesn't end things. So you think he creates situations? Uh, I think that he couldn't, I mean, he cre- he's the creator. He created everything oh, that we go to. get tackled. <laughs> Wipe off the days, put zero back on the board. He creates so, things, right? He created the heavens and the earth. You said that God creates situations? Yeah, and in the Old Testament, God, he got Stay more away. involved. Are you saying that God creates situations? I said God is a creator. He's not, a, he's not an ender. He creates. No, Matthew, are you saying he creates situations? Uh, we, we're going to do it again. I just told you he creates. He doesn't end things. He creates things. I'm not saying whether he creates every situation. Does he create situations? He created everything, right? So if situations are uh, happening in everything, that's not necessarily saying God creates bad situations. Uh, This is like the devil's playground. But what I'm saying is when you're in a bad situation or a situation that's, I will say, more than the keys, right, where you're crying out to God to change that situation. I'm black and slow, so give me a yes or no to that. Are you you're saying God created everything? Are you saying that He creates situations? No, you're not saying that. He doesn't create situations. So He doesn't create everything. Now. He He did create everything. It already happened. Genesis one one. He, he created everything. But not a situation. Situations, no. He, so He doesn't create everything. Now. He created everything. Situations can come up within that everything. We're already existing in that everything. Clearly, the situations where you're listening to the devil, you get yourself in those moments. God didn't force you into that situation, but he will allow you to go through it, right? God uh, had the old ways where he got involved in the Old Testament. Then he didn't end those old ways. He created a new covenant by sending Christ. And then he allowed us to see how we can get through difficult situations by sacrificing or letting Christ be sacrificed, even though he followed all the laws of the old ways. So what I'm saying is he doesn't come to end your situation in the moment. Why not? Because that's not his role. His role is to show you the path. He's let God. Them... Okay. You got all power. Why you, not? It's not. It's not for us to decide what he's supposed to do. Oh. You know, and he could be all powerful, but he gave us a path, right? And the one thing I will say 
to bring it all home is when he reveals himself, like a lot of people have talked about, and now I saw when I was at rock bottom, and now I saw, and all, I didn't believe, and now I saw uh, me crying in the, like a beta in the park, right? <clears throat> Once you have, he gives you eyes to see and ears to hear. He'll shine the light on the darkness so you can see a situation and you can persevere. You can get through it. But it's not him changing the situation because that's not his job. Amazing. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you, bud. So just real br- your hand, right? briefly. Yes. Okay. Real briefly. Um, you know when you was having your going, sitting at the dock of the bay moment? Yes. Crying out, saying, God help me. My favorite thing help. to do when I was going through this. Anybody ever gone through the dock of the bay moments? Oh, yeah. You break up with a girl, your heart, you feel like death. Right. Like you lost God. Mm. So you get on a nice Sunday afternoon. Today would be a good day for that. Mm-hmm. Because it's nice, hot, sunshiny day. Mm-hmm. And drive down the Pacific coast from L.A. to Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And just you be gonna, miserable up the coast. You're going to boohoo all the way there and all the way back. Yep. And then you're going to look over at the ocean, and you're going to see the sunlight sparkling on the water. Yep. And that's going to help <laughs> with the boohoo. That's God. That's God giving <laughs> you help. Put on some good old Motown music. Yep. <laughs> so, so just... <laughs> So about that, just briefly, I just wanted to say, if you listen around, you can hear. I think the thing that we're leaving out here is motivation. What is your motivation for reaching out to God and crying out to him? He will oftentimes allow you to suffer depending on what your motivation was for asking. You can't just cry out to God. Maybe when you were crying out at the dock of the bay, you deserved everything that you were getting, and you needed it. To I want my it. woman back. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were suffering. <laughs> I want my woman, nothing yeah. else mattered. So motivation. And God would even give her back to me like, what the? Mm. No. But it's motivation. Yeah. So you're saying that God does help you in this situation or he doesn't? He will help you, but it might not always look like what you think help is. So motivation, oh. motivation, and uh, what are your motives for asking? And also, to your perspective. So from him, his perspective, he's helping. And from your perspective, it might not look like it's helping because you're not getting what you want. Amazing. The, the young man in blue want to respond. Does God ever help you while you're in the situation? Why is happening? I don't know. <laughs> you ever ask him for help while you're in a situation? Yeah. And, and did he help you? Don't think so. And did you wonder, why don't you help me? I asked you for help. You didn't help me. Mm. I mean, I did. I did. I wonder. I was. I was angry. And so you didn't wonder why God is not helping you in that situation. Yeah. And what did you come up with? Mm, probably God's not real. Oh, nice. Okay. The young man right behind you, and then hate, and then I put my little two cents in on this. Has God ever helped you while you were in the situation? Um, Whether it was breakup, a loss of job, loss of whatever. It's hard to say. Afraid of something. Yeah. It's hard to say about it being in the moment, like him helping in the moment, but I definitely feel like God has helped me (coughs) just sort of looking back at things in life. Um. I was always brought up to believe that God helps those who help themselves. 
So it's almost like God is that interest that will help compound your life in like, you know, over time. You know what I mean? So it's like if you help yourself, if you contribute to your, you know, if you help overcome your own situations, God will sort of provide an interest. I don't know if that's like an appropriate analogy, but it's like, you know, it's looking back, I feel like, oh, that, that, yeah, that was God helping me out. Like he was sort of clearing the fog for me. So now, like, if I ever run into a situation again, I can better under, better handle it. Why you were in the situation, you believe that he was helping you? He helped you then? Yeah, even though I didn't, I probably didn't see him in at that time. You know and what I mean? Did the situation change when you asked for help? Um. Yeah, I mean, I overcame it. You know, you, I mean, the situation. So the situation didn't change. I just overcame it. And then the situation come back again? I'm sorry. Would it come back again? The situation. Um, Would it happen again? I mean, you know, there could be a million situations. So it's like, if if it helped in one, you know, so like for example, like I last year I invested in a business that didn't do too well. Instead of like if it's if if this, um, you know, was a couple of years ago, I probably would have panicked, freaked out, um, you know, thought that the world was over. But I was like, oh, it was. It was it, my reaction was, and it was a lot of money. My reaction was, oh, well, that kind of sucks. So. I didn't like, I didn't, I had more of like a steady hand to deal with that situation. You know what I mean? So I want to say that God was helping me, you know, not succumb to the thoughts and to the, to freak out and to think that my world is over. It's just like, all right, a speed bump happened or, you know, a hurdle's here. Let's overcome it, you know? Oh, okay. So I'd, I, I think that, was, you know, I feel like that was God helping me out because otherwise it would have been Satan telling me, oh, panic, you know. This is this is the worst thing ever. But now it's just like, no, it's not that big deal. You'll overcome it. And then here it is a year later. I'm pretty much back to where I was, I guess, financially. So it's it really wasn't that big of a deal for me. So in that situation, I feel like that was God kind of just helping me from losing my cool, basically. But he let you lose your money. Yeah, but it's just money. It was just money? Yeah, and I, I got it. Like I said, I got it back a year later pretty much to the, to <laughs> but the penny. But why would he help you not lose your money? Because um, I probably... At the time, I was I was really caught up in my thoughts. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be," you know. I was I was playing like, "Oh, I'll be," you know, "this is going to pay out so well." Like, this is going to be a great investment. Blah blah blah. I was letting the thoughts kind of project, yeah. you know, a very I guess greedy future. Or, you know, material. So have you ever prayed to God for help while you're in the situation? Oh Lord, help me with this. Or I, I didn't pray. Well, I never prayed to Him like I would like a like as if He was like a genie. You know, give me this, give me that. Have but, you ever prayed to God? Why you were in the situation? Oh yeah, yeah. Like if, if things are getting help really. You, what when you pray while in the situation? Did he help you? Yes, but it it might not have been like the the help I would have at the time wanted. It was like a different kind of help. It was like, all right, you're not going to get. You know, it, he helped me deal with this situation. That's what I'm trying to explain. Like he didn't he didn't like change the situation for me. He helped me deal with it better. Like and why he, did he change it? I don't know. Maybe you got to ask him. <laughs> you didn't ask him. No. Why not? Who might ask him that? You didn't want to know why he wouldn't change no, it. No, I mean it's life. Like situations happen that you don't plan for, and it's it's. You said that's life. I said that that's life. Yeah. Oh. It's like situations are going to happen. You're going to get into a car accident. You're going to get you know whatever people die. You lose money. Whatever it is, it's it's not so much the situation. It's how you ask God to help you address that situation or to help see you through that situation, okay. you know? So it's not so much telling God, hey, God, make this, you know, 
proverbial fire, you know, put put this out for me. Help help me Why deal not? with it. I don't know. I just because it's like it's like why am I giving up giving that responsibility to him? It's like I'm I'm the one that's in this in this it's me. Like it's not not like ego me, but it's like I'm the it's here before me. It's this is the thing that's come to my doorstep. I need to face it. Not tell God to you know, take it away from me. Just say, "All right, here's this thing that came to my to my into my life. Show me the way to deal with it." Oh, okay. You know. Amazing. That's that's amazing. Let me take Dub first, and then Raymond and the young man in blue. <laughs> yes. Has have you, you had your hand right? Uh-huh. Okay. Has God ever helped you while you were in a situation? You know, um, when I when I asked when I answered that question earlier this week, I said, "Yeah, just like everybody else." But I kind of think I realized something. So I'm going to just tell you that. It's deep. Yeah. <laughs> it got a little flicker, so I got to say it. Okay. Um, what I realized is that God has laid everything out already. And that depending on who, who we believe in, we're led down whatever path that is. So if he's got everything already laid out, there's nothing for He's already made all the rules and everything. There's nothing for him to do. I I was thinking that maybe he's kind of guiding us down this road, but I don't I don't necessarily know if I believe that. After kind of saying what I said and then listening to everybody else, I think he's just laid everything out and depending on what we believe in is the path we take and he's already made everything available. We if we're suffering, it's because we went we're in our head and we went down the wrong path. If we're not suffering, it's because he he made it that way. So I don't know how to really say it any better than that. So, And so are you saying, no, he has not helped you while you're in it? Or are you saying yes? I'm going to say um, he hasn't helped me while I was in it. I thought that, you know, and listening to the other people, they think the same thing too. I thought that just the fact that he gave me peace in some of those situations was the help. And and I'm not saying it necessarily isn't help, but it's already been laid out. It's not like he is, I asked him, dear God, please help. And he, he's doing something to help it. It's already been laid out that way. So, kind of? I, I, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that part of it. But I, don't, I don't think he's helping me in that moment. I think it, the help is already there if I'm on that path. I don't. That's the best I could say it. I think. So you're trying to change your mind because the crowd is saying the same thing. <laughs> I never <laughs> like, like the, with crowd the crowd saying the same thing. So you want to change his mind? Because wherever the crowd go, you know it's the wrong world. <laughs> See, I learned. <laughs> Okay, Francisco, I want to respond, and Hake, and then Raymond. You say, has God ever helped you while you were in the situation? I had some time to think about it. Uh, I, you lost your keys again. So today, <laughs> today, no, but in the past, I used to pray to God for everything. You know, he was my genie, my Chris, my Santa Claus. So, and I was born. Speak a little bit. I was born Catholic, so we prayed for everything. We prayed for the weather. We prayed. So has God ever helped you while you were in the situation? 
Uh, not, not currently, uh, but in the past. Now, has yes. he ever helped you while you were in the situation? I have to say no. And did you think he was helping you? Yes. Why did you think he was helping you? Uh, part of it is just uh, it's kind of I was brought up that way to believe and to have faith. It's part of you know have faith and 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 it'll move mountains. And so I I just did, but I never thought about it myself. Uh, is he helping me right now? And he didn't help me. He let me you know suffer. And so uh, and I would. My old way of thinking is that he's helping me, and he helped me through it. But that's not true. He so you're saying even me. now he's not even helping you? No. Wow. Yeah. Go back to your Catholic church <laughs> and do three Hail Marys. Um, yes, Hake. Oh, okay. So has God ever helped you while you were in a situation at any time? Um, uh, I'm not quite sure. I feel like maybe so, but I'm not positive. And why not? Um, <clears throat> if he had helped you, you would be positive. Well, I don't know if I would be positive because I feel like I, um, have frequently never been totally like committed or in faith. You know, like the guy is double minded. I feel like I was like that where I was double-minded, and so I wasn't sure of what was really going on, if God was helping me or if I was praying right or living right or whatever. And oftentimes, like, the situation would be, in my mind, the situation was myself, because I wasn't going through a lot, but I just just dissatisfied with myself. And I would be, I would get frustrated that I wouldn't be changing. So I guess that's the same thing. And so did you ask him to change you? Yeah, sometimes. And did he change you? Um, in some, like, simple ways, yeah. It, sometimes it's, like, stuff I changed just naturally by going on and living in the world and getting into different situations, jobs and things. And so, like, I feel kind of like I live like an atheist where, although I'm a Christian and I was raised Christian... I have changed a little bit in life. And so, like, maybe that was God. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because, I, I don't know. Unless <clears throat> you're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Do you think, had God been helping you, you would be sure about it, or you would be uncertain? Why you were in this situation? I think that I could still possibly be unsure because... Like, I haven't maybe really found God yet. Right? Because he, can't he help us without us really knowing? When you say right, that's a leading question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm also, like, you already gave me the answer. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, don't say. Yeah, I have not. Um, I know. Um Go to the super chat. Okay. Um, Kohlberger Art gave a super chat and said, God helps with everything all the time if we truly seek him from within. And then Thank Alpha, you. Yeah, and then Alpha Driver, he has, a, he has a 
question that's like a side question. Why should we make kids? What's the reason to make them? Don't make them if you don't want them. You don't have to make kids. It's only for those that want a family. And then um, in Twitter, Pinebox Dad says, 99% of prayers are shallow and hollow. God doesn't hear those. He says, he says situations are created by God's creations. People. What? what? He said what? Situations are created by God's creations, which is people influenced by Satan. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Raymond, last word. I'll make this quick. God did, uh, did uh, help, uh, help me in a situation. By so God does help you while you're in the situation. Yes, he did. He helped me by showing me a, for, uh, a new form of responsibility to, to deal with and show me that I have what it takes to deal with it. Okay. Amazing. Did you have your hand? Oh, okay. Um, yes, sir. Real fast. I'm not, almost out of time now. So just kind of in what Doug, Francisco, and Hake said, um, when, when we're really all in and we really believe in God and we're allowing and letting God's will to be done, we realize that there's nothing that needed help. There is no one needed help. We only think we needed help because we were believing Satan, believing the ego, and that's where all the problems were created. Okay. So. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. I, I forgot you had your hand there. I was just going to say that uh, when we pray to God, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Does God help you? You personally, why you're in a situation? Uh, Has yes. he ever helped? Yes. <clears throat> yes. He has. Yes. How? Um, I had an experience where the first time I experienced a death of someone close to me, and I was in deep, deep mourning and depression, and I called out to God, and He took. Um, it was like a supernatural experience where he just took everything away. He washed everything away. And I'm like, you know, it, I was young, so I was like, are you real? Is Jesus real? What, you know, why am I hurting so bad? This pain is like unbearable. And I was alone and I knew that I, no one else in the world could help me. And I cried out and he came and he, took it all away. He washed it all away and I felt better and I was comforted. How comforted. Old were you? I was like twenty three. Oh. I was twenty three and I was comforted. And um I didn't cry anymore. The morning was over. It was it was fine. Did someone else die since that time? Yes. Did you cry over them? I did, but it was a different experience. It was like well, I why did you cry over them if you realized Well, because I knew that I was gonna miss them. Oh. But this first time of experiencing, because we were so close, she was like my sister. This per first time, it was the first time that I experienced like something, a loss so, so big. But uh -huh. I was going to say that, uh, God doesn't change the situation. Like I was crying out to him, but he wasn't going to bring her back to life, but he changed what's in our hearts. He changes our, uh, something spiritual within us to give us a different perspective. Like Adriana was saying earlier, she prayed about the situation. The situation didn't change, but 
she woke up the next morning and she felt better and she was able to deal with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Um, yes, sir. Does God ever help you in a situation or has he ever helped you? Yes, I think God has helped me in situations. And how did he help you? He helped me by realization that in clearing my conscience that the negative thoughts that I have within myself when I think things and just get into in my head, he helps me clear and just realize that everything's going to be all right as long as you're alive. Okay. Have you gone and forgiven? Yeah. You went and forgave your mother? Yeah. How did it go? It was easy. I felt like it was easier to forgive my mother than my father. And how did, how did it go with your father? Did you go and forgive him? I tried to. I tried to forgive my father. I tried to put myself in his shoes and understand right. why he wasn't there. And you went to him? Um, yeah. And what did he say? He didn't really say much. He didn't He didn't uh, apologize or, or anything. But it's something I understand that some things are out of our control. Yeah. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh, welcome, man. Thank you. What's your name? Brandon. Welcome, Brandon. Any questions? No questions. Oh, okay. That means, huh? He's my son. That's your son? That's your son? You don't, <laughs> wow, you don't know old enough to have a son. That big. That's how it's easy to forgive. How old are you, Brandon? 20. Wow. So you forgave your mother? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow, you know, a little old like that. Look like he could be your boyfriend or something. Y'all look the same age. <laughs> Were you like 12 when you had him? No. Oh. Wow. You call her mama? No. Oh, I don't blame you, man. No, I'm playing. Let me just say this. I realized, and somebody mentioned all in. I realized this week that God has never helped me in a situation. Even when I cried, asked, begged, pleaded, he has never helped me in this situation. And the reason that he has not helped me was because when I was crying out for help, I was praying to the devil. And I didn't know it. I was praying to the devil because I was one with the devil and didn't know it, right? Because I had been taught like everybody else, pray to God and he'll help you. So I realized this week that God and the devil are totally different. The devil is totally different. The <laughs> devil works on the mind. And when, you, when you've been taught to pray to God, you've really been praying to the devil. You've been told by people to ask the devil for help. Because they thought that they were asking God for help too. He never helped because you were praying to the devil. We've been taught that. That's one mistake about teaching. And another thing is God's nature and the devil's nature is nothing in comparison. And so what God does is teach and keep you away from situations. If you walk in the presence of God, if you stay in the light of God, you will never be in a situation. It would be impossible to have any situation. It only when you fall into the darkness of your imagination that you get into situations. And that's why we have to bring every imagination into captivity. Every thought is a lie about anything, even about God. And so everything that we've been taught about God, we need to let it go. Because we've been taught wrong about him. 
And that's why you're still suffering. Because you're literally praying to the devil. God does not put you in situations, and he can't even help you while you're in the situation. He can't help you. That's why you don't get better in the situation. You may feel better for a minute, but feeling better is not ending or overcoming the situation because all you ever do when you get into another situation or get back into the same situation. You feel better, and once you feel better, you think, oh, the situation is done, but if not, you'll repeat that same situation. But if you walk in the presence of God, not in the future or the past, you're going to always be in the light. God is of love. That's why he changed the heart first, so he can allow us to make a home in him, and he make a home in us. And we'll, if we stay with it, we'll grow in the light. We'll grow. It may take 30 years, but you will grow in the light. And you'll, you'll come to see that God has never put me in a situation. He has never given me a situation. He had nothing to do with it. And in that situation, I was never praying to him for the situation, to help me out. I was always praying to the devil and didn't know it. Because you pray to the thoughts. You don't know you're praying to your imagination. And that's why God does not put us in situations. He loves us. The devil put us in situations. When you're in your imagination, when you have anger, you have fear, you have doubt, you have worry, you're in the situation, you're in darkness and don't know it. He, has, he, would, he love us. He would not put us into situations. Situations are from the devil. Situations will destroy you. So that's the reason you never help because he never put you there. And if you, and, and some of you are starting to see now, and, and if you notice when you can see clearly, you don't get into situations. You know, you just have your day, you have your life, and all is well. You could be around a thousand people or around no one, and all is well. You have peace. It's like when, that's why I want to encourage you to spend time alone. Spend time by yourself. Don't always turn on the radio or the TV or looking at your phones and carrying on. Have that quiet time so you can see how busy the devil is in the imagination. He does not want you to sit still. He doesn't want you to know the difference between him and the devil and God. He doesn't want you to know. So the devil love it when you're in a situation and you're crying out to God to help you. Yeah, he'll come in and help you, all right. The devil helped you with it. God doesn't help you with it. That's why you need to wake up so that you can live the kingdom of heaven on earth. You can have perfect peace right here on earth. With all this mess that's going on around you, in your families, at work, in your friendships, and all that, you won't be a part of it. You'll be around it, but you won't be of it. You, you'll have peace. But you've got to stay out of the imagination. You must overcome the anger so he can change the heart. It's a spiritual thing. He changed your heart from the devil's nature to his nature, which is a perfect love. And if you stay on that straight and narrow, you'll grow in the light. It doesn't feel like you are, but you're growing in the light. Because I never really knew until recently that it was a waste of time without no one I'm driving up and down and dock of the bay and we're getting any help. I was praying to the devil and didn't know it. God just never has never and never will put his children into a situation. He will never let you be poor. He will never let you be hungry. He will never let you worry, have fear or doubt or anxiety. All that stuff is of the devil. And it doesn't work. There's not one 
man or woman on earth who that has ever worked for. They just go from one situation to another one, or they'll be free from this situation for a minute, but they'll get right back in it with someone else because you're praying to the devil. God does not let you go into situations, but you got to live in the present and not in your head thinking about tomorrow or yesterday or looking to the left or looking to the right. You have to stay in the light of God. That's why he said, come into my present. And in his present is nothing but freedom. It's all love all the time. So if you're in a situation, it has nothing to do with God. It has everything to do with the devil. God's nature is different than the devil's nature. And that's why once you're in the light, don't be telling your vices to people. They can't do anything about it. God will clean up. You now have the power. He'll take care of vices. He cares about the heart. He cares about the real you, the spiritual you. And he knows Satan made a home in you. He'll take care of that. You can't do anything about that either. So stop judging yourself. Stop responding to the world. You don't owe anybody in the world an explanation about anything. If you offend someone, go and apologize and be done with it. But you don't, you don't have to, re- when you respond to the world, you're responding to the devil's children. So it's just devils fighting devils. And devils love bringing misery upon others. Because the devil is in misery. He's not happy. So he get a joy bringing misery upon each other, on other people. Envy, jealousy, strife, gossip, rob, stealing and killing and raping and murdering. That's the devil at work. And he get joy from that. And it has nothing to do with God. God can't help you in this situation. You need to come into light so you don't end up in situations. That makes sense a little bit? And so <clears throat> everything that you've been taught about God, you need to let it go. You've been taught wrong. And you will live that. You will be with him and you'll discover him in the light. And it won't be anything. It won't be anything like what you've been taught at all. And so have no imagination or idea about God. Because the mind cannot conceive him. The mind cannot understand the things of God. You have to live with him. And he will take care of you. He really will. Everything would just, it would just start to make sense. Oh, wow, this makes sense now. Because what you learn about him, you're trying to live off that and make that work. And we have the Holy Spirit in us, and the Holy Spirit would teach us all things. But you got to stay present. you got to stay present. You have a teacher. We already know the truth. We just forgot when we were traumatized spiritually. But you can't learn the truth. You have to live the truth, discover the truth. And the truth will make you free. And so whatever you've done, forget about it. And nothing you can do about it. You couldn't help yourself. Because the devil was your daddy. You were worshiping God. So any time you worry, have fear, anxiety, depression, loneliness, uh, sadness, and all that, you're worshiping the devil. You're really giving glory to the devil and you're calling him God. And the devil let you have what looked like a moment of peace, but that ain't no peace. Because as soon as you think you have peace, he's going to dump something else on you. Now you're worried again. So even when you think you have peace, stay present. It's not a time to go unconscious. And God would never let you go through this mess. Christ conquered all this mess. 
It was done. He defeated the devil. And the devil has no power, no authority, no nothing but deception. And he lives in the mind and in the feelings. When you go around, oh, I feel so lonely. You know how I feel sad. I want to get married. I want babies. You're worshiping the devil. That's the devil telling you that you have those desires. It's not from God. It's the devil. Oh, I want a lot of money. That's the devil. I was talking to some guys the other day, and they don't, they don't own property or anything right now, right? And they're getting kind of old. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like a man. I'm like, why not? Because I don't own any property. Who told you that that's what a man feel like? <laughs> well, that's what I've been told. I should have money in a house, right? But that's not for a sense of identity. That's to make you independent from the government and all that kind of, you're on your own, right? But you don't get a sense of identity from a house or money or anything. Your identity should only come from above. And if you stay present, God will come in and he'll make you free of the bondage of the devil. And all the lies you've been told about everything. You've been lied to about God. I was lied to about God. I wouldn't have been praying like that if I had not been told to do it. And because I wasn't paying attention to myself, I didn't know I was praying to the devil. But I knew that nothing was really changing. He wasn't answering in the prayers. Because there's nothing you can do about that. You're praying to the devil. When you are like all in, you give up completely. Stop trying to change your life. Stop trying to worry what other people think or say. Stop worrying about your money or what you have or don't have. Or if you're a man or not, or a woman or not. All that stuff is worshiping the devil. You just be. Just live your life one moment at a time, one day at a time. Stay with the prayer and watch the thoughts. Let them pass. All thoughts, even the thoughts about God has been a lie. The people who have taught you about God have been lying to you. If you look at their life, they're not happy. And so they go to, well, one day, by and by, when I get to heaven... I'll be all right. But Christ came so we could be fine on earth. We don't have to wait until we die. I wouldn't take that risk. You could be fine on earth, but you got to know, you got to let every idea, every plan, everything go. And just be, just be a living being. God has not put you in those situations at all. Not one. And he can't help you out of it. You got to become aware, and you'll see, and the situation will disappear. Anybody, any questions about that? Wow. Let me take him first. Is he a first timer? Um, how should we pray to God? I'm sorry? How should we pray to God? Good question. When you pray, just be still and watch the thoughts. Don't be begging and asking. If you ask anything, just ask them for more light. You want to be able to see. But if you do the silent prayer, just be still and watch. This is you. These are thoughts, right? And when you were traumatized, as a little child, you were like these little kids. You were just a kid. You went into imagination and to that kind of stuff. But when you were traumatized, you forgot the innocence of God and you went into thoughts. And now you're trying to figure everything out, right? And thoughts will never let you figure things out because they're of the devil. So when you be still, God will bring you out of here out of the darkness of thought, and then you'll see. 
And then seeing you're with the Father, you'll be fine. But you got to do the silent prayer so you can come out of your head. Praying in your head is praying to the devil. You don't need to be whining and begging and blaming. You just need to overcome the anger. And once you forgive, God will forgive you. He'll draw you in and he will give you perfect love. And then he will destroy all the darkness that you've been living in. He'll take care of it. And so what has already happened in your life, it wasn't you. Whatever you're worried about now or stressing out over, whatever that situation was, it was not you. It was the devil that drove you to do those things. But And the devil drove you to do crazy things, and then he made you take credit for it. Look what you've done. And you're like, oh, God, look what I've done. And then you start to stress out over it. But it's not you. You have never, God is not holding anything against you. He's not judging you. He's not making you feel guilty about anything. It's the devil that you believe in that's doing that to you. You can help yourself. Just think of the thing you've done. You wouldn't have done those things had you been in control. So stop, stop identifying the pain and the worry and the sadness and the loneliness as you. That's a demon that made a home in you. So don't ever say, oh, I feel lonely, or I feel this or that. It's that thing in you that's feeling that. It's not you. You don't feel that. The real you don't feel that at all. The not you, the ego, the devil nature. So do the silent prayer. Have you, have, did your friend show you how to do it yet? No. Okay. Nick will give you a little piece of paper to show you. You can go to the YouTube channel, www.silentprayer.video, and do it. But I'm telling you, and you're young, and being young, you wake up at such an early age, you're going to avoid a lot of devil mess in your life. You avoid a lot of hardship. But you got to take charge of your life now, meaning let everybody else do what they got to do and what they want to do. You stay on the straight and narrow path. And you will see that God loves you, and he had never done anything to hurt you. He wouldn't have sent his son to save us from this mess if he was going to hurt us. If you're going to bring misery. God is not trying to teach us a lesson with misery. We've been lied to about that. God shows us through the light. And in the light, there's nothing but love. Sin is teaching you misery, not God. You don't have to go through pain to learn. You can learn in the light without the pain. But you've been told you need the pain to learn. You don't. That makes sense a little bit? Uh, did you have your hand? Yes. yes, sir. So then do you correct yourself? Oh, no. You don't ever, ever, ever try to correct yourself. The real you is a spiritual being, and you cannot correct anything. So don't even try. It will be corrected in the light. So you don't correct yourself? No. Okay. Not at all. Amazing. There's nothing you can do. That makes sense a little bit? The young lady right behind you. Yes, ma'am. What do you think about all this? Um, I'm not really sure. You're not sure? Yeah. Did you go forgive your mother yet? No. Why not? Um, I haven't had a contact with her for like, it's complicated. It's um, complicated? I haven't had contact with my biological mother in like four years maybe. Oh, so um, you don't know how to find her? Um, I have a phone number, but I've just never tried to call. And so have you overcome your anger? Um, 
I've never looked into it. Do you have anger? <laughs> I'm like, Do you have anger? I would say so, yeah. And you okay with that? No, um, I try not letting it out as often. But you don't want to keep it in. It will destroy you. It's an evil, dirty nature of the devil. So you, you want it out. You want to let it go. You want to overcome it. Yeah. And so you can't find your mother. That's what the problem is? I just haven't tried looking for her. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you like suffering? Because I know that a lot of people love misery. A lot of people love their misery. Have you ever noticed that? They want to let you take that away from them for no reason. Uh-uh. They love suffering. They love fear. They love doubt. They love worry. They love jealousy and envy and strife. So you love your stuff? Myself? Do you love your pain? No. You don't? No. Uh, well, go and forgive. Okay. So you can be free, all right? Okay. So any question? Thank you. Any question about that? Uh, God is not doing that to you. Yes, ma'am. I do have a question. Uh, <laughs> all right, you know, I, um, in the in the scriptures when it talks about ask and you shall receive and knock and it shall be opened unto you. What? Like I know that that's been misinterpreted. Yeah. But what do you think? What? Do you think of that when when I was like in the darkness and just going through all kind of stuff, I couldn't see why I was in the darkness. I mean, why I was doing things I wouldn't ordinarily do. Right. So I asked him to let me see myself. And, and he allowed me to see that I resented my mother because I didn't know I was 38 years old. I didn't know I resented my mother. I knew that every woman I got involved with was just like mama. I couldn't deal with him. Right. And so. So I finally asked God, let me see myself. I've been going to church, three different churches. I was praying. I was reading the word. I was giving tithe and offering, but nothing was working. I would still have fear and doubt. So I finally asked him to let me see myself. And that's when he allowed me to see that I had this anger in my heart. And anger was of darkness. And so I needed to forgive. So I went and forgave my mother. And, and once I did that, the light came on. And I've just been growing into life. I refuse, thank God, to get off that path, no matter what. So I asked him, and he did let me see. But he don't, he's not telling you to ask for things. He doesn't tell you to ask for people, places, or things. He wants you to want to come back to him, to come out of that, to come back home to the Father. Life is about returning to the Father. So he wants his kids to come back home. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Um, I I guess it just makes me think that the overall question should be just let me see myself. Because most of the things I think I'm asking for are guidance from him. I don't want things. I don't want, you know, yeah. I just want guidance. So the main question is show me myself. Let me, let me see myself. Let me see what's going on. Ask for more light. If you, if you got to be asking for something, ask for light. But once you're in the light, you rarely have to do, while growing in the light, you may find yourself asking for more light. But once you grow in it, you don't have to ask for it anymore because you're in the light. And what's going to happen when you remind yourself, hey, these are not my thoughts. These are not my feelings, not me. Eventually, you catch the devil trying to bring you back into a thought. You start catching it before you fall into it. And then as you grow, 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 you catch it more and more and more. And after a while, the devil has to pack up and leave and go and get inside somebody else. Because he's going to find another home. <laughs> oh, you're going to find another home. But the light 
is running him away from you. But you got to stay with the light. Because you will get in and out of it for a while. You'll be in the darkness and you believe thoughts. Because you've been believing them forever, right? And so you just don't stop right away believing them. But you do have the light to help you see. And if you stay with it, the devil will have to depart from you. The ego will die because the light will kill the ego. The light will destroy. The darkness cannot understand the light, but the light understands the darkness and the light. But the, the darkness only understands darkness. The devil doesn't know that he's the devil. And if you notice, his children doesn't know they're devil. When they're trying to hurt one another, when they're gossiping and caring, they don't know that they're the devil. I didn't know I was praying to the devil. You know what I'm saying? So the devil, children don't know that they're the devil. But the light understands the darkness, but the darkness cannot understand the light. That makes sense? Sir, that's the one, it's so funny you said that, because that's the one question I struggle, or the one thing I feel like I disagree with on you, and I could talk to you about it more after. No, but, go ahead. But with the, the devil not knowing he's the devil, I don't know if I believe that. Um all the way, I don't think we can be fully like the devil because he did have access to God and his plan at one point, which, but, um, that's the one thing that I've just have will a question you, about. Will you, will you give your husband a hard time before you start to understand? Did you know you were the devil? I did not. But you were the devil. You didn't know it. I know. Because in the darkness, you don't know that you're the devil. Yeah. But I just don't think that, I think the devil has the benefit. Like, I don't, I don't think he's he's human. I don't think he has like the veil that we or like the forgetfulness of where we came from when we come to the earth, you know? You don't think what now? I don't think like when we come here as babies, we came from God. We forget what it was like when we were right. with him before. Right. Once you fall into anger, you forget God. And that's interesting. Um <clears throat> but I don't think the devil because he didn't come down here in human form. Like, I don't think he forgot God. But I think he's just a, against him. But you're not a, you are a spirit. You're not a human. That's true. And you just, the real you just live in a body. Yes. It's not you at all. You're not your body. You're not your thoughts. You're not the feelings. You're not any of those things. You are a spirit in a body. I agree. And likewise, Satan used to know God in heaven. Yes. But when he fell into darkness, he forgot. You think he, he did? I don't remember. think he did. That's the thing that I don't think he did. I think he just believes he knows better and he wants it his way like he's gone against god well, all ego want is if they want it their way yeah the children of the devil want it their way yeah that's why they hate and judge yeah they try to make you be like them or make you agree with them or make you be a part of that's them. so true or make you destroy them but they don't know they're being the devil yeah i just don't know if i believe that the right. devil doesn't know he's being the devil but no, you, oh, it's I good that you don't it. just accept it because yeah, I said it. Right. You need to see it for yourself. Right. Then you would know. Because yeah. I didn't know that the devil didn't know that he was the devil until I realized, wow, the devil doesn't know he's the devil. Yeah. When when mothers are yelling at their children <sighs> and trying to make them be what they want, them, they don't know they're being the devil to the it's children. It's so true. <laughs> but they're turning the children into the devil by making them angry. That's true. Right? Yes. And so if you're a daughter of the devil, why do you think your daddy know better than you? I mean, like I said, I think that he didn't forget God's plan and how he went against it. I think he's trying to deceive people because <clears throat> he wants them to be miserable like him. 
And so he's doing it purposefully. When the devil desperately loves company, he wants he want the soul of every human being. Yeah. Because he is evil. Yes. But good, just smoke on it. I'll smoke Don't try on to it. make yourself see it. It'll I will. Be strong. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. I am so way out of time, folks. I'm sorry, but I'm black and I'm slow. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Stay with the silent prayer and watch. Stay on that straight and narrow path. Become your own man, your own woman. And you'll see, you stay with it. You just got to stay with it no matter what. And spend time alone. Be quiet so the truth can catch up with you. And uh, thank you. I do appreciate it. We are having a women's forum this Thursday night. This is the third Thursday, right? Thursday night at 7 p.m. for ladies only. Every third Thursday night for ladies and every first Thursday night for men only. All right, so ladies, the men forum, the ladies forum this Thursday. Thank you for your support, your financial support and all that. I do appreciate it. And thank you all for coming. I appreciate it.